Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Don't it up. If you love reality, this is Big Brother. You're going to love the Real House Husbands podcast. The Real House Husbands. The oh, Housewives. <laughs> Talking all things reality, both on screen and in real life. You will never believe what happened next. Because sometimes it's juicier. It yeah. goes out of their way to go and say that to someone. Get ready, because it's about to get real in here. With your hosts, Tim and Rod. The mortalist of them all. Tim, Rod. You are the winners of the amazing. Welcome back to another episode of The Real House Husbands with Rim and Todd. Rim and Todd. <laughs> what the hell? Tim and Rod, baby, we're back. We are back with another episode. And today, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning back in. Today, we're talking about those times in your life when you think you're in love, you think you found your soulmate, and then they break your heart and you were just so heartbroken. But mm-hmm. looking back on it, it's actually a blessing in disguise. Yes. I honestly think this episode is going to be the most relatable out of anyone we've done so far because every single person has been through that kind of breakup where you think, oh, my God, my world <laughs> is ending. I'm going to just end it right now because there is n- I'm never going to find a love like this again. And then you reflect and go, actually- they were a fucking asshole. <laughs> you think your world's coming crumbling down around you, but in hindsight, you look back and think, fuck, I'm so happy that happened to me because if it didn't, I wouldn't have moved on and met somebody else. Oh, 100%. And this is so relevant to um, reality TV. Like, mm. I'm just going to use an example of Vanderpump Rules. Yes. Like, you look at the crew from Sir. Like <laughs> Sheena. Yeah, Sheena. Oh, Sheena. Oh, my God. She's in love every episode with Literally, a different dude, isn't she? Someone smiles at her and she's like, we're getting married. <laughs> but, like, even Jax, Jax Taylor. Oh, my God, yes. Has been with every one of them. And all the girls always think that Jax Taylor's never going to change. But when they when he cheats on them, they, they're all so heartbroken. They think they're never, mm-hmm. never going to find love. But in hindsight, they're like, thank God Jax screwed me over because I've moved on to something bigger and better. I've been jacked. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, like you think about it, Batchy, like half the relationships, a majority of the relationships on that just fizzle out and don't work. And then I'm sure a lot of them think, I'm so happy that happened because I wouldn't have met the current boyfriend or girlfriend that I have. Yeah, like on Bachelor and Bachelorette, they go through this um, like phase or whatever you want to call it. It's a couple couple of months of filming where- that bachelor or bachelorette is their life. It's their almost a bubble like, of love. Yeah, it's almost like forced to fall in love with them. Yeah, and then when you're not in that that <laughs> bubble and you're not filming, and then you're like, you're like, oh, you're back to like reality. <laughs> Get this sicko away from me, a hundred percent. But we're both going to share our stories today on the podcast, and I think there's some stuff that we haven't talked to each other or told each other about from our past relationships. So yeah. that's going to be interesting. And speaking of bachelor and bachelorette, mm. today's guest is. <gasps> One half of The Bachelorette 2020, yes. Becky Miles. We're obsessed with her. She's iconic. 100%. She was meant to actually come and join us when we did our drunk pod with Ellie, if you yes. remember. If you haven't listened to that, go <laughs> listen to it. We got absolutely 
plastered with Ellie um, and then we asked her all the really saucy questions. Yeah. So. But who better to talk about your heart getting broken and thinking your world's coming crashing down, but then you find something, someone amazing and you move on to bigger and better things than Becky Mall. So she's yes. coming up next. But let's do our stories. Yeah, what, when when have you been heartbroken? How <laughs> oh does he God. compare to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, my story starts back in my sort of like early 20s. I'd only just come out of the closet. I was living in Sydney and I had, I'd never been in a relationship before, to be honest. I hadn't really been with many like blokes. girls or boys? No, I hadn't really had one or two girlfriends back in the day. They fizzled out after a few weeks. But I'd never had a serious relationship with a man. So I was like oh. so desperate to get a dude, get a boyfriend, fall in love. And I was... I don't even know how I met this guy. Oh my God, I think it was on Tinder. Grinder. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was definitely Grinder. I met old mate on Grinder and I was flicking through. The second I saw him, he was a very, very good looking dude. But I thought he was like my age, maybe a little bit older, but mm-hmm. roughly sort of mid 20s. Definitely, if any, any as old as he could have gotten would have probably been 30. But Ooh. I was thinking, this guy seems amazing. Let's definitely meet up. So we met up. And when I say, it was like, I thought it was love at first sight. We went in our first date and I was like, the second I saw him, I'm like, oh my God, he's so sexy. I think I'm in love with this dude. I like- don't like this story. <laughs> God, was I wrong. Oh. But he was also like minted. Like his apartment, which I'm pretty sure he owned in Sydney, was like bougie as fuck. Uh, he had like a an amazing furniture, like real fancy stuff throughout his apartment. Well, long story short, we're out to dinner one night and we'll- for some reason, comparing driver's licenses. Yeah. I looked at his birth date, his birthday. It was like the early fucking 20s. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 not the 20s, but like this dude was like pushing 50. I think he was like- uh, Late 40s or something. <laughs> literally late 40s, but he looked so young. And, and how old are you? Early I, I 20s. I was early 20s. So this dude oh, was like girl. super old. And I was like, what the hell? Like, is this a full-blown rich sugar daddy dilf? Like- he didn't have any kids, but I was thinking, oh, oh my God. Like- yeah. Anyway, I'll leave that one. <laughs> but I fell head over heels for old mate. I was frothing once again. Like I thought he was rich. He was good looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love, I love, I fell in love with him. Oh, why? Oh, because, because he was sexy and filthy rich. <laughs> I think he, what was his job? I think he was like in property or construction or worked at the airport or something. Like he did something really fancy. <laughs> What the hell? I don't know what he did for work, but he was rich. Property construction or airport worker. They're a little bit different there, Tim. Well, anyway, I was super young and as any young person wants to do, they want to travel, they want to live their lives and they want to spread their wings and see the world. So I had all these hopes and dreams to go and live and work overseas and he was the complete opposite. Obviously, he was pushing 50. He wanted to settle down, have kids, the whole shebang and Ooh. our paths just weren't aligning, but I was so into him. Like I was legit. I thought I was in love. I obviously wasn't, but I thought I was in love with old mate. Well, anyways, it didn't work out and we went our separate ways and I was shattered. I kid you not, the next day after he broke up with me, I saw on Instagram, he was at the pool with some other dude. He literally oh was on a gosh. date. So he must have been banging some other bloke behind my back during the whole time altogether. I was fuming. I remember calling mum. I was in tears. Did you, you know actually what? find out whether he cheated on you? Oh, I didn't find out specifically, but I definitely, if I put all the pieces of the pie together, all arrows are pointing towards you got cheated on, you idiot. For a <laughs> so I felt horrible. Like, but I was on the phone to mum, and you know when you're crying so intensely that you can't talk? I remember being like, oh. I, 
just got my heart broken. Oh, darling. <laughs> and here's mum thinking, by who? Like some 50-year-old man. Like what is going on? I have a question. You yeah. say he was still going and traveling and doing that stuff, but you were doing like a long distance thing, were you? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Like I was living in Sydney at the time, but I had all these aspirations and dreams oh. to go travel overseas. I did a trip during our relationship, I think. We are still together, but it was only short and sweet. But anyways, I thought my world was coming to an end. I was literally like sobbing for weeks. I was oh. like, I'm never going to find love. I'm never going to find someone like him again. And looking back on it, thank fuck that all went down because I wouldn't I wouldn't have moved on I wouldn't have moved back to Newey and I definitely wouldn't have found you and you're probably putting him in a nursing home by now <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry you. daddy <laughs> And you, mate, you're better looking. You got a nicer penis, and you're probably richer than him. Because I don't know, I don't even know what his job was. So maybe it was all what is it called? Like I'm definitely richer than maybe he rented. (laughs) Maybe all his stuff was like on rent or on loan. But did he win the amazing race? (laughs) Yeah, but honestly, looking back, thank God that happened because I wouldn't have moved on, moved on, and I wouldn't have found anything bigger and better, which I did in you. So thank you, old mate, sugar daddy in Sydney. I take my hat off you for breaking my heart. And what is what does Kelly Clarkson say? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Oh, I was like, I don't know. What does Kelly say? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank God that happened. What's oh your one, mate? You got a story like that? Oh, I do. But like, again, I thought I was in love, but the, mine was also that kind of similar story to yours in that it was like my first like proper male experience. Oh, like, sexual experience. Oh, no, I had sexual experiences, but like this was the first person I would actually call a boyfriend. And Whoa. like I had really, really, really struggled with like coming out and I recloseted myself and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and then I met someone and we hooked up and it was just like, oh, like he would, he told me that he'd only been with a couple of people before me. And I was just yeah. like, oh, well, I've actually never had actual sex with a dude because I'd only ever like fooled around by at, at this stage. Yeah. Again, I was only like, Young. <laughs> but he swept you off your feet, did he? Oh, uh, do you know what? This is again, it's a reflect this is kind of what this whole episode's about. When yeah. I look back You thought uh, he did. Yeah, but like but when I look back at it, it was just like you didn't do anything other <laughs> you than didn't do shit. have sex with me. <laughs> like <laughs> I know what you mean. Like you look back in with what is it, rose colored glasses. Yeah, but like I was like mistreated so badly in that whole relationship. So like I I would find out of people all the time that like he was sucking people off in public toilets. That, that is was, disgusting. Uh, That's know. rock bottom, mate, isn't it? Honestly, but he, like he told me he'd only been with there like a couple of people and I found out like through multiple other people that he, but his number was through the roof for our age. It's pretty ridiculous. And then he pretty much doubled that number while we're together. Like on the people he cheated with. Yeah. Any chance he got, he just cheated. And then he would always like come and beg me to like take him back. Like, Oh no, I'm changed. Like this is this. And that's, and I was just like, no, no, I can't do that. But then I did. <laughs> I literally for like four years, because he was like that first love. Yeah. Definitely wasn't love, but yes. first love. I would always, I would, I would say to all the friends, oh no, but you don't see the good times that we have together. Like you don't know that you don't know him like I do. Just like in every reality show, like 100%. they're like, oh no, you don't, you don't get it. You're not with him where all the time like I am and all the rest of it. And that went on for like we were on and off for about four years. Oh my god, I never knew it was that long. Yeah, so it was a full blown four years. Full blown. That's we a li- long We lived together and everything. And cheating on you for how long into the relationship? No, right I think off the get go. Cheating from the get go. <gasps> alarm bells should have gone off because. Um, when we were like still in that seeing each other without being exclusive, yeah. Um, 
well, like I thought I was being exclusive, but we yeah. hadn't had the chat, so I can't really hold that against him. But I remember um, messages popping up on his phone saying like, um, oh, like, thanks so much for that. I owe mm. you the next blowjob and <gasps> and things like that. that was, oh. It was pretty full. And I used to be like, oh, who's that? And he's just like, oh, no, no, no. Like, that's from ages ago, blah, 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 before I met you. Alarm bells should have gone. I'm so dumb. Like, I am I, that dumb. I can't believe he was sucking blokes off in scummy toilets. Like, that's literally rough bottom. I know. Then coming over my house and having sex with me. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I'm fuming. I never knew it was this intense. <laughs> Can we go get some eggs and, like, Eggie's joint? I know where he lives. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we know what we're doing after this podcast, but yeah. But in saying that, when it finally ended, I literally so like I had a really bad coming out because once I once I had um, told like so made that made it official. If, yeah. I can, if I can even speak, it, once we'd made it official, I'm like, no, I do need to come come clean with the family. So I did. Yeah, and it didn't go down very well. Um, story for another day. Yeah. Um, but. I kind of gave up a lot for him. 100%. And that's, I think, the reason why I stayed with him for so long as well, because I'm feeling like, oh my God, I've lost so much here that like I need to make a life with this guy. Did you ever walk in on him cheating with somebody else? No. That never happened. But you no. just found out through text. I saw Grindr on his phone all the time, the amount of messages. I got to the point where I just didn't trust him. So I'd look through his phone all the time. Oh, um, you must have been think, miserable. He'd, oh, he'd forget to like delete Grindr. So he'd yeah. get on there. He used to always get on there, arrange his hookup, then delete it again. <gasps> so I had like friends of mine who were on there under fake um, profiles, just like blank profiles, not fake ones. Yeah. So we had tips and tricks on how to just like slink under the oh, radar. Uh, no, no, he was was dumb like <laughs> like i was so smart with it though like i used to like i used to catch him out all the time i had people text me all the time and like i said i even had friends of mine on grinder some of them were even straight yeah so the amount of dick pics and that they would have got given oh but they were just God. there with a blank profile and i just said just put like your distance like so that you were in radar sort of thing with yeah with this person oh my gosh i may said his name <laughs> um and yeah and they used to catch him they're like oh he is this is this um is this oh mate insert name here's <laughs> penis and I'm like oh my god it is <gasps> I'm shocked because I know you so well the second someone screws you over they're just gone and dead to you kind of thing which yeah. is a, a quality now, I wish I had a bit now more now I am because of this person yeah, the fact that you let him basically walk all over you is like mind boggling he is the <laughs> of the earth <laughs> oh, oh my god is that the first time I've done a on this podcast that is iconic but looking back at it, did you ever want to have kids and get married to him or you knew that was never going to happen it was something I wanted, just not with him. I don't yes. think. Like I like literally, I thought my whole world, my, I went through this dark, dark, dark place. Like I was drinking, partying so hard after. Oh, Join the club, that. girl. Yeah. So <laughs> I literally thought my whole world crashed down around me. But then it was just like, gosh, I feel like I'm so much stronger now for yes. going through that. And then same deal, I wouldn't have met you. So are you happy you met me, you reckon? Oh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right prince that will come around. Well, I promise you, hand in my heart, I am not sucking blokes off in toilet cubicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever do, it's the last thing you're going to do on this planet. <laughs> but how funny is that? We, in those moments, you go back to mm. that mindset. You thought your world had ended. I literally remember the feeling of my heart. It felt like it was getting ripped in two. But yeah. looking back, it's like... Like laughable. Uh-huh. Like I was like laughing about it in the shower thinking about this podcast topic. I'm like, how stupid was I? Yeah. And when you do actually find a relationship where the other person actually respects you and um, just loves you for who you are, yeah. you just kind of look back at these other one, other ones and you're like, why the fuck did oh. I put up with that for so long? And isn't it funny how the universe guides you? Mm-hmm. Good, bad, doors getting opened, doors getting slammed in your face. It is all leading you to a certain point in your life, which is magical. The universe was saying, run, bitch, run. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, why am I not running? 
But honestly, like I'm sure you would have cried about old mate many a time. Yeah. I cried about cried about the sugar daddy in Sydney thousands of times. Like what wasted ass tears were they? <laughs> but I'm happy. Honestly, I'm happy it happened because yeah. it made us both stronger. It made us know what we want in life and what love, true love, really is. So. They're our stories, but we are so excited to talk to Becky Miles coming up soon. She's going to spill all the tea on when she broke it off with old mate from The Bachelorette that she picked. Yeah, and there's even a bit of a twist that we want to ask her because <gasps> the person she's seeing right now she looks very loved up with, but I believe she may have been dating him pre-Bachelorette. <gasps> oh. So we're, we're going to get to the bottom of this oh. for you guys, so stay tuned. I love a good twist. Don't miss it. Coming up next. <laughs> this is amazing. It's plush, yes. velvet, velvet chairs, very lush. We've got some champers. I was just about to say, I bet you didn't get champagne, but you probably had a lot of champagne <laughs> on the Bachelor image. A lot of champagne, lots of fireball. I was, was going to say, because word on the street, you were chugging fireball left, right and centre. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Keeping you warm because you guys filmed in winter, wasn't it? So you had to keep nice and warm. Yeah, we filmed in winter and... Yeah, Fireball was our drink of choice. I remember the boys being like, what are you girls drinking? We're like, we're on the Fireball. And they were so jealous because they weren't allowed any. I love it. Becky, unfortunately, has to – we're already in with a few secrets because we already interviewed Ellie a few weeks back. So we already know some secrets. So Yes. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Definitely be bringing those up. But, Becky, we want to kick off first with, like, can you actually believe you were one half of 2020 Bachelorette? Like, it is – does it still blow your mind? And would you do it again? Oh, like, definitely blows my mind thinking that I did – something like that like it <laughs> seems like such a dream like yes. oh i don't know a bit lost for words still i think it kind of feels like a bit of an out of body ex- body experience 100% like a crazy dream sort of thing yeah like a cl- crazy dream but it was so much fun as well so i'm definitely glad i did it would i do it again um if no. you didn't have James. <laughs> Was it like a um, a good thing, like doing it with Ellie, or like would have you wanted to go through that experience and be the Bachelorette? Oh, it was definitely a good experience doing it with Ellie. If she wasn't there, no way I would have done it. Why? Just too intimidating, too much pressure. Yeah, all of that. Really? Probably, maybe a bit too intimidating, too much pressure, but 
just something that I never thought I'd ever want to do. Yeah. Did is, she- like, be the bachelorette. Yeah. Did Ellie, like, coach you through a few things? Because, obviously, she was on The Bachelor yes. and made it, made it pretty far. Yeah. Did she, like, because there's obviously the interviews and the Voxies and all that, did mm. she, like, coach you a bit or did you just, like, hey, I'm in this, I'm just going to wing it and you did a good job? <laughs> Um, I don't know if she coached me, but I think she gave me a little bit of insight into yeah. what it's like to be a part of a production and a part of a TV show. Like, And she would have been scrutinised yeah. in her season. Like, no matter what you do, everyone's going to love you. Mm. People are going to hate you. You're going to get the troll comments. Like, So that would have been good to have her by, the, by your side for this that heads up. Like, this is what, what to expect kind of thing, the good and the bad. But I reckon the coolest thing about it is no matter what you guys do with your lives, you'll always have that memory as sisters that mm-hmm. look at this crazy experience we did together. Like, you can take those memories to the grave, oh, which is fantastic. Exactly. And I went into it being like, you know, if you don't go, you don't go. And you, you've got to, I think, take take life by the balls and, and give yes. things a go and try new things. So 100%. Crazy adventures. That's yeah, what we exactly. thrive on. And then if someone hurts you in there, <laughs> grab them by the balls yeah. and hurt them. <laughs> Listen here, mate. Yeah. You piss me off. Becky, I want to know, do you still speak to any of the dudes from the show? Any of them? Not really. A little bit over Instagram. So I think Ado, he got a new dog the other day. And so, like, I just oh sent him, like, slid into his DMs and I was just like, oh, my God, your dog is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like little comments like that here and there. Um, Salami Sam, he still reaches out a little bit. Aww. Same with Aggie. Why is he Salami Sam? Because he, he can't like Salami his nipples. You probably did. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see his nipples. <laughs> no, oh, he came in as a salami. No, he came in with the big red balloons and oh. with his homemade salami. So we called yeah, him yeah. salami Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Timothy Sattler. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me. My short-term memory loss. You may have not seen that, I don't think. I think no. it was pretty quick. Oh. Well, just any- saw the balloons. <laughs> anyway, off salami. <laughs> if, if, you could, if you did have to do it all over again with the same cast and everything, obviously yeah. you chose Pete at the end, mm-hmm. which... um. Didn't work out, unfortunately. Yep. Well, probably fortunately, because you've ended up with a really amazing person. Blessing in disguise, so to speak. <laughs> but if you could do it all over again, knowing everything you know now and the characteristics of all these blokes, all the rest of it, yeah. would the outcome be different? Oh. Stumped her. She just gets up and walks off. <laughs> it's, it's so hard because you don't want to like live with regrets. And I think I made the right decision for you at that time. For me at that time, knowing what I knew. Yeah. But if I knew what I knew now, um, I don't know if those two would have been my top two. No Ooh, way. Did who you know- would have been? Yes. I don't know. I think. There's the question. <laughs> I would have. It's so hard being on that show because you can't give time, equal mm. amount of time to everyone. Yes. 100%. Yeah. And I yeah. would have loved to, I guess, have gotten to know the other guys more as well. Yeah. yeah. How? But, like- yeah, that's, I don't know. That's so hard to answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. We asked Ellie the same question, but like when you got with, so you chose Pete was your final dude forever, people yeah. that didn't see the show. Had you been with him like sexually before you chose him? Like you hadn't done anything with him? No, hadn't done yeah, anything You obviously with him. kissed him in that. Yeah, just kissed Was he a good kisser? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No he was way. a good kisser. Yeah. But I feel, feel like um, like there was a little bit of chemistry missing or something. Really? And when you eventually of, did sleep with him? Well, no, just through that, throughout the whole thing, oh, like yeah. throughout the whole relationship, if you'd even call it a relationship. I yeah. think I was – I really liked the idea of Pete. He had all these great qualities that I – 
wanted. Like he, yeah. I don't know, he had kind of had his shit sorted. He was in, seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah. Had his own business, like had things going for him. He was a bit older yeah. and seemed quite stable and I was really attracted to that. Yeah. But I, I feel that. like the chemistry wasn't there and I was yeah. really like wanting it Something to be there. Something just wasn't right. Something yeah. was not right. And I think that's why I took him on so many fun dates because I yeah. was like, where's the fun, Pete? Give me the fun. Show me the personality. personality. Yeah, give me the personality. <laughs> I just struggled to wrap my re- head around not sleeping with someone before you pick him up. That was my mind. <laughs> when he finally saw his penis, was it a letdown or? <laughs> We're not all sluts like Tim. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, I don't know. I guess you've moved on to bigger and better things, so exactly. let's roll with yes. I, I wanna, <laughs> I'm just going to add something onto this. Tim has asked about penises in nearly every single what? podcast record we've I'm done. a fucking gay man. What do you expect? <laughs> as far as, like, um, like you obviously kiss a lot of people in the show. Like, every every season it's like there's the bachelor or bachelorettes kissing a new person in every episode and whatnot. Yeah. Um, was there, like, a like you talk about chemistry, was there someone in there that you maybe didn't have the same sort of qualities as Pete but the chemistry was there with? Ooh. Yeah, definitely. That was Ado. Yeah, is that, is that Adrian? Adrian? Oh my god! Oh my god! Did he have the real long hair? No, I'm thinking of the other dude. No, he, he had, like the kind of kind of shaggy. Oh, like was he, your second, he was your second. He dude was my you, second. Oh, your backup. Yeah, yeah. So he was <laughs> <laughs> your plan B. So he was an amazing, like chemistry kind of like good kisser in there. Yeah. So we had a lot of <laughs> lot of really great chemistry. Yeah. But there was just something not right there too. I think. Yeah. Like he was younger. I felt like even though he was saying all the right things, I still felt like we weren't really at the same point in life. Like, yeah, I'm, like right, I'm 30, yeah. kind of wanting to settle down a bit more. Yeah. Um, and he was just so vibrant and out there and like doing handstands. And <laughs> I just like, felt Whoa. like he was just so extra. This sounds and, brutal. Oh, sorry, go on. Like, and <laughs> he's incredible, but I, I just didn't think he was my person as well. But we had really good chemistry. So. That's amazing. This sounds brutal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds brutal, but night one, do you know when the guys rock up and you like, eh, like cross, yes, cross, yes. That first night, did you cull like 50% of them? Or you're thinking, I'm going to give each and every one of these guys a good hard chance? That's right. Re- yeah, I think when you first meet someone, you know whether a or bit not of a connection. You, there's a bit of chemistry Spark. or you're like, oh, I want to get to know you possibly more. possibly work, yeah. But then there are some people where you're like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, but I'm still going to give you a chance and we, I want to have a chat to all of you guys because you could surprise me later. Yeah. Like first impressions aren't everything. Yeah. 100%. With Adrian, he was his edit um, in the show was very much, I'm here for the bros, not for you guys. Mm. Um. Is that like a true reflection of what he was like, do you think? No, not at all. Like I think Ado, I think he was just very much just being honest and, yeah, he was there having a good time with the boys because he's in a house with the boys (laughs) 24-7. But on the flip side, like we had a really nice first date, which you also didn't see. So you didn't see our connection until the end. Yeah. Mm. I want to know, do you regret not kicking off more? Because for people that didn't see the show, Mm. there was a tosser on the show that said, like, you and and your sister are absolutely beautiful. But there was this jerk that said the show could have gotten hotter chicks. Mm. And you guys kicked him out, said, mate, leave the mansion, see you later. But do you regret not just going in for the kill, just 100% more and just naming and shaming this guy publicly? (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. I think people make mistakes and say silly shit. And I don't think he's a bad person. He's just a bit bit shady. Yeah. <laughs> Had one little slip up kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, Pascal, he's, I don't know. Pascal's He's, he's Pascal. an interesting follower, I think. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice dude, but he he kind of um, didn't really sit right with me from the start. Yeah. Really. That it, gut feeling sort of thing yeah, wasn't right. Because he sat down with me and we had a chat and he's like, look, I'm interested in Ellie. I was like, yeah, cool. Like, thanks for being honest with me. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, in that case, um, you know, I want to be your wingman back and if anything happens in the house that's dodgy, I'll tell you. And so he was trying to be a little bit shady oh. behind the boys' backs before they'd even done anything and I was yeah. just like, hmm, I'm not playing into that. You smell the rat coming yeah. from a mile away sort of thing. <laughs> oh, I just didn't appreciate, I don't know, yeah. I don't, not that I didn't appreciate it, but. I was like, I can find out things myself. hundred percent. Yeah, I don't need you to be dobbing on other people. Yeah. yeah. Not that, that he did, but I was just like, eh. Um, you know you're allowed to drink your champagne. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that gave me so much life when you booted him out of the mansion. We're like, do not mess with Ellie and Becky, that's for sure. Like, mm. I know for us, um, obviously coming off Amazing Race and then being recognised, people sliding into your DMs, like yes. you're, you're following on Instagram increases, things like that. Was that a bit of a, a rude shock to you, being, like, noticed and having that going from a everyday girl who's from Parks living in Newcastle to now being, like, famous, a celebrity, a local celebrity? And how, did, how does that – how does your world change? <laughs> did you feel like a Kardashian? <laughs> no. I think these days I still don't really think of myself as a celebrity at all. Yeah, yeah, it's like in, <laughs> you're like I am. <laughs> Call me Brittany. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, what, know, I don't know. What's the it's best? A bit strange. Best and the worst thing about it sounds cringy, but best and the worst thing about being famous, you reckon? And you are famous. No. <laughs> oh. Free dresses, <laughs> free makeup. Yeah, you get. There's some good opportunities that come with doing social media work. I guess yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> oh, what's no, the, you get what's... to meet some amazing people as well. Yeah, everyone's. I don't know. I got to meet you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say the worst is? The worst people being in your in your business a oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like. The public's been really, really lovely. Like Ellie and I have been so lucky to be, have been so supported. Mm. But I think the biggest struggle for me was the paps. Oh, yeah. Popping up all over the shop. Yeah. So Ellie got papped outside of my house when <laughs> Still like, in it, your was, mail. it was all happening <laughs> and she knew nothing about it, got, you know, like followed through the mall without even knowing. And so I was so anxious, so paranoid for so long, thinking that oh, people were following me. Yeah. Oh and so God. I struggled with that. Because they obviously quite knew a while. where you lived and that's that's an invasion yeah. of your privacy, really, isn't it? That yeah. is so gnarly. Cause like obviously we won the amazing race, but we never had it to that extent where people were literally outside our house taking photos of us, like getting in the car and that. Like yeah. we, got, that is insane. we got papped in our speedos at um, <laughs> Quidgy Beach. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> Like hooking up, walking up the sand, holding hands, like, who is that dude over there with the camera? Like, oh, my God, it's a pat. <laughs> that would be so scary. It only happened once for Ellie, so I don't 
I probably don't think that we were actually followed that much, but it was mm. just me being paranoid. 100%. Mm. No, I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> well, the next Bachelorette has just been announced. Brooke. Yeah. First um, bisexual. bisexual. I think she classifies as asexual, I think. That is, is so iconic. I'm not sure, but mm. like- She's part of our LGBTQIA plus yes. family. We're, we are so excited. It's going to be amazing. What are your thoughts on Brooke? Yes. I think Brooke's incredible. I haven't actually met her. Yeah. But I watched her on Nick's season yeah. and I thought she was just such a down-to-earth cool chick. That's so and, good. And, yeah, I wish her all the best. I hope it goes really well for her. as well. Yeah. Like, oh. I just think she's so gorgeous. I'm a gay man and I'm like, I love Brooke. Oh, she's incredible. <laughs> like, have you – so you haven't reached out to her to give her any tips – any pointers, any heads up, this is what to expect kind of thing? You haven't, like, been in contact with her at all, even through DMs and stuff? I haven't been in contact with her. I think I, well, actually, maybe I have a little bit. So I just messaged her on Instagram just being like, oh, congratulations. Like, That's it. So so happy for you. Like, I mm-hmm. hope it all works out. But she hasn't seen it or replied. So yeah, it should be she's probably <laughs> Yeah, she's probably in that space where she's probably not allowed to engage too much. Yeah, that's true. Or I don't know. If there was some advice for Brooke oh. about to go into this, what would that be? Some like heads up pointers that she would have to follow. Otherwise, she'd be just destroyed. <laughs> I... Oh, probably just follow your gut, follow your heart. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kick off more. Yeah. Punch, punch yeah. <laughs> Do you think this shit's going to hit the fan with guys and girls in the house? Is that going to – it's obviously going to throw a spanner in the works, but oh. – do you reckon everyone's just going to be sleeping with each other? Oh, God, who knows? Probably. <laughs> I mean, make for good TV. Yeah. It's like, how is this going to work? Like, I, I'm a little bit worried for Brooke, actually. Like, a little bit concerned. Like, I hope everyone's there for the right reason and they're just going to be all eyes for Brooke. But if you've got, yeah, like women and men in the house, who oh, knows what could happen? It is going to be a juicy, juicy season. Especially because, like, a lot of the um, contestants, if that's what you call it, do you call them a contestant? I don't know. It's so like game showy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if a lot of them are bisexual as well, like there's guys and, and girls in there. Oh. We're like, oh, well, I'm here to find love. It doesn't yeah. have to necessarily be Brooke. It's like throwing like 15 horny cats into a dumpster. Like yeah. everyone's just going to go at it. <laughs> I want to know: Would you ever do the bi-batchy if you were to do it again? No, I mean like I'm attracted to girls and I've kissed a couple of girls, Ooh, but I wouldn't. Kissed. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But um no, I wouldn't I wouldn't date a girl. I wouldn't be in a relationship with a girl. Yeah, so you're hundred yes. percent straight pretty much. Yeah, I think so. That's <laughs> I amazing. think so. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's call it ninety ten. <laughs> I love that. No way. <laughs> I wanna move on to James. Ooh. So oh, yeah. you've just gone through this whole experience to find love and then someone that had been in your life at some point has come back into your life and is Mr. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's a legend. We have met James before and he's such a nice dude. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Does he make you happy? Oh, he makes me so happy. He's just, oh, I've never had someone who likes me as much as I like them, I don't think, and that's Aww. really special. Yeah. That's so beautiful. He makes me a little bit. He's actually, he actually wrote me a song. Did you know that? <gasps> like a no. rap song? No, not a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote me a song and there's this, Irish singer called Owsy that he's obsessed with and he wrote the song and Owsy sung it and James mastered the song and it's freaking incredible. You should release that shit on like iTunes. Well, I'm hoping they – 
I'm hoping Ozzy will. Oh we'll buy God. it. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to show you it. Does he like? He obviously like sings about you, and all the lyrics are about you and stuff. Yeah, well, it's not directly about me, but you can. But you're can tell it, I can tell it's about me. Like you can tell it's about me if you know it's about me. I love like. that. <laughs> oh, I've got a good question. What does James have that Pete didn't? Ooh, a personality. Oh. <laughs> I mean, James has a, a very big penis. personality. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Tim didn't even have to ask about the penis. <laughs> no, that's so good. We are so mm. bloody happy for you, Beckett. You found someone like such an, an amazing dude and a legend as James. He's just such a legend. I don't want to move on from that yet. So I want to know, like, how did you first meet? You, I believe you worked together, right? So we don't work like directly together, but we yeah. both work out in the Air Force Base at William Town. Yeah. And we used to make eyes at each other Ooh. in the cafe. So we kind of knew each other but hadn't spoken. Yeah. And, like, he since told me that he used to call me the, the cutie from work to his <gasps> work colleagues. Oh. So there was always that sexual tension there kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know when you walk into a room and you see someone cute and you, like, look at them and yes. then you're, like, exchanging <laughs> eyes and then you're both looking at each other for a little bit too long and then you look away and it's like, oh, it's, yeah. It's I'm like, I want to know as well because I hate mm. a lot of Rod's exes. Like they've screwed him over and he brings them up sometimes and I just start fuming and I'm enraged. I don't bring but- him up that often. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, does James like despise Pete or is he sort of like, yeah, that happened. Oh. It is what it is. No, he doesn't despise Pete at all. He's yeah. just, I think we're just so focused on our own relationship and I don't know, it just, it is we don't, it is. it's not really something that we, talk about or care about. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just that's sort of something on. On the, in the past and, yeah. I love that. Because yeah. pre-Bachelorette, <laughs> I always go to say Bachelor, pre-Bachelorette, um, you were kind of seeing him on like a non-serious sort of a, a way, were you, prior to the show? Yeah, so we had sort of like seen each other at the cafe and then mm-hmm. we'd – um, like connected on Hinge, you know, dating app. Oh Hinge. yeah, Ooh. and so not we'll sponsored. Tr- <laughs> no, not sponsored, but That's if the you want to sponsor me, Hinge, if you're listening, slide into Becky's yeah. down. <laughs> this is a love story. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we talked, spoke on Hinge for a couple of weeks. It was like over COVID, and then I yeah. think we kind of like. We didn't go on dates because it was like COVID, but we yeah. hung out for maybe like four or six weeks and like hooked up, and then the whole bachelorette thing yeah like was proposed to me and i was just like oh shit i'm in this situation again sort of so what had happened to me the year before was i was meant to go overseas with yeah. a uk working visa like i had a work, uk working visa two years sorted out and i met a guy like a couple of months before i left yeah. to go on this amazing life changing experience oh my gosh Triple and anyway offer. Yeah, I ended up going on my holiday and I was like, you know, I like this guy. I don't really meet people that I like very, very often. Yeah. I'm going to come back to Australia and I'm going to be with him. And we got into a relationship and he royally fucked me over. <gasps> what do you mean? Like cheated? Cheated on me. Lied. What? Whole shabam. Tossa. One of his best friends told me she was amazing, like girl power, 100%. Oh, my God. And so this time... When I was asked to do the Bachelorette, I was just like, <clears throat> I can't give up an opportunity for someone I've just met. Yeah, yes. and that I'm not, 
I don't hundred percent know. And you're not in like, love, in like, love yeah, with, yeah. yeah. And had been like casually dating for a little bit. So I was just like, I need to do this for myself. Yeah. And so I went off and did that crazy adventure. Yes. And then afterwards, when it didn't work out, he reached out to me and was like. Look back. Um, I just want to see how you're doing, and like Aww. you're a cool chick, and yeah. what a legend! Do you know how relevant um, that story is? Mm. Tim and I's this episode is all about like blessings in disguise. Mm. So like we're like where I've had um, boyfriends who cheated on me. Tim had a really bad relationship. Um, I used to date this fifty year old man who I thought I was in love with. <laughs> Legit. Like, but then it's just like <laughs> in that moment, you're so heartbroken. You think, oh my gosh, my life's over. Yeah. Um, but then it's the universe was just setting you up for the right person. Oh, 100%. Like, if I didn't, you know, get fucked over by that Ben dickhead. Yeah. If that didn't happen, I got my heart broken. Then if I didn't, I wouldn't have gone on The Bachelorette. And yeah. then if, you know, if things didn't, you know, Things didn't work out with Pete, and if that yeah. didn't not work out, then I wouldn't have been with James and wouldn't be in this amazing place that I am now. So everything funny? happens for a reason, doesn't 100%. it? hundred percent. The universe is always guiding you, like slamming doors in your face, and you yeah. think, oh, my God, what am I going to do here? But I want to know, do you want to get preggers with James? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. Yes. How many Please. kids could you reckon? Two, three, 15? Uh, we've talked about it. I reckon oh. like two or three. Like, oh. probably. I reckon you'd make a, an amazing mum, I reckon. Oh, so definitely you. at least three. Like I think this is ob- an obvious question then, but have you told each other you love each other? Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, have you talked about marriage? Yeah, all the time. Oh. He calls me oh. Mrs. B sometimes. <gasps> I'm putting my foot down. Can we be your flower girls at the wedding? Ah uh, yeah, you yeah! Can, you can be my MCs. <laughs> yes, Let's lock it in. This is a this is a Tim and Rod exclusive on the Real House Husbands podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Becky is getting married. No, no. <laughs> that's so good. Hopefully soon, because that'd be that'd be such a fun wedding. Oh my gosh, it yes. would. But um, I look back and I'm like, wow, we've only really been in a relationship for about six months. But yeah. I think when you're in a good place and you are really happy. It's like time doesn't really matter. And you know when you're it's in right. the same place. Feels and because right. you'd done that little bit of dating like that like before Bachelorette, you kind of had already got past the awkward kind of getting to know someone phase too. Mm, so yeah. you could just focus on your relationship straight away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no games there. Like he's nah. just hundred percent into me and there's no question about it. And I love that. That's nah. amazing. He's not some like fame hungry whore sort of thing. Like he's a, <laughs> he's a genuine man, yeah. which is what we all want. Yeah. I love that. Well, now that you've had a taste for TV, would you um, entertain the idea of another show, reality show, Ooh. hosting? Survivy, The Block, Wheel of Fortune. Like. <laughs> I've definitely thought about it. Like I would love to go on The Block with James. Like he's oh. such a handyman. Like he puts his mind to anything and just like does it. Like he built a combi and he's not like a mechanic. Oh, and my God. It's like – yeah, it's so impressive and I'm very, such like, amazed by on. him. <laughs> yeah, he's such a turn on. I don't know how handy I'd do be. Does he ever come home covered in grease like, and rips his shirt off? Or Yeah, he's got some, like, you know, like hard yakka shorts and, like, shirt. And, yes. and Girl, I didn't just, know where you were going. Like, he's, he's, he's got this hard yakka. <laughs> That's what I call it. Greased up yakka. Yeah. <laughs> I could see you on the block. Would you crash yeah. and burn that? Like James would say, but would you be just comically like sticking like, I don't know, painting the toilet and stuff or? Yeah, bloody <laughs> oath. I'd get in and give it a give it a crack. I think that's 
I don't know, from the country. I don't mind getting my hands dirty. Like, you teach me something and I'll do it. Like, do you reckon you would clash like in, like, that sort of stressful situation? Because that would be such a high-pressure pres- stress situation. It would be. It would be real interesting to see how we'd go. <laughs> oh my God. We don't we don't ever argue. Yeah. If there's ever any tension, we're really good at just like communicating it out and yes. like calmly. There's never yelling or anything, which is like incredible. Yeah. He's a very good communicator. Um so I don't know. I think there'd definitely be some friction because yeah, but that's, it's, good. that's good. That's yeah. good entertaining television. <laughs> Have you guys ever had any fights over batchy related stuff? Like Stuff mm. you did on did the show. Did you watch yeah. the show? Did I don't, you I don't know if he has. Oh. oh, you guys should go back and binge th- watch that together. That'd be oh like- no, Tim. <laughs> is that like the worst thing they could do? No, that would be just so. Idea. Idea. That's <laughs> not a good idea. Maybe watch the Amazing Race instead. There you go. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Well, wrapping up, what's next for you, Becky? Like, what what's next for Becky Miles? Apart from a wedding and three babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, that's a good idea. I think. I've been having a little bit of a midlife crisis. Oh, my God. Like about to shave your head kind of thing? <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> <Who> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I what, can, why? Wigging out a bit. Just not really sure where I want to take my life. I'm like, what do I want to what do I want to be when I grow up? It's like, <laughs> you know, I could, I'd be totally open to go on another show. Like yeah. if it was The Block or Survivor or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure, but. I don't know, it would be great to just get in the combi and go and work from the combi and travel. Like that is ultimate goals. I think that's what I'd love to do. It's just like how do I put that into practice? Oh, it sounds so corny, but like just do what makes you happy, Becky. Dead set, like think about (laughs) what you want in the future. Obviously you want to slay all your dreams Mm -hmm. to come true, but you want happiness there for yourself and like find things that fulfill you, work-related, life-related personal relationships related life and do it before the kids like honestly yes. if that's something you want to do i reckon just do it make yeah. it happen yeah <laughs> all right let's do it let's all yeah. travel together oh, right. let's do a combi van adventure yeah. <laughs> can we get like a pink combi and like spray paint it with like glitter and stuff yeah, jace will help you build jace. it <laughs> He can drive it. We'll just get drunk in the back in like tour Australia. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the Real House Husbands podcast, Becky. You're an absolute angel, and yes. we hope that all your dreams come true. And we love you lots. They oh, will. And we can't I love wait. You, boy. Thanks <laughs> for having me. To see you at the wedding. Woo! We'll be there with bells on. We're, pre- we're, prote- we're, we're preparing our speech right now. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Becky. Love Thanks you, for Becky. coming. Thanks. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yes, that was such a good chat with Becky Miles. We love love her. Becky. I do as well. She's just so cool. Cute and kind. Do you love it when we actually have our um, guests here in the studio with us? Oh, it makes it so much better. We can have a shampoo, cup of tea. Like, it just gets the energy and the vibes flowing, doesn't it? But, you know, what's sad, the majority of relationships that are created on reality TV 
do not work out. Literally, I'd say what ninety eight percent don't the, last. The odds are not in anyone's favour, are they? But when they do, it's like the Hunger, <laughs> the Hunger Games. Well, that's what reality TV is like. It's like going on the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? I fucking something is tribute. <laughs> Volunteer is tribute. But um, the sad thing is that that's the statistic. But the good thing is when it happens, it. It happens and it lasts forever. Yeah. And then they're like, when they come off a reality show and then they meet someone and it actually works out, they're just like, oh. Oh, but that was so much fun. I can't, yeah. I can't wait for next week. Yeah, I know. We got a, literally an amazing lineup of guests coming up. Actually, soon, I'm not sure exactly when we're going to release this, but we're going to actually get Ellie and Becky Miles oh over my God. and literally do another drunk pod version. A so, thousand jelly shots, please. Between <gasps> all four of us. Wow, we have to get Ellie and Becky to scull a full bottle of champagne before they sit down and chat with us. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a spew bucket just in case. Okay, okay. We'll get them to spill the tea. <laughs> to spill the champagne. <laughs> spew the tea. <laughs> oh, there's a good title. Spewing the tea with Ellie and Becky Miles. Yes. But- we love Becky. So much fun chat with her. Yes. Well, Do if you want to keep week. up to date with all things The Real House Husbands podcast, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Tim and Rod. Yes. And we will be talking to you again next week. We'll be talking to you again. <laughs> <laughs> you hear from us next week. Don't miss it on another episode of Tim and Rod, the pod. Bye, bye, bye. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to The Real House Husbands podcast. Bye, pumpkin. Keep up to date with at Tim and Rod on Instagram. Doing what we love to do the most. And subscribe so you don't miss the next episode.